Welcome to Music Then and Now. I am your host, Douglas Boyd, and here at Music Then and Now, we cover every genre and every facet of the incredible world of music. So join us today on a musical journey, a trip through time, into the wonderful and incredible world of music, then and now. so much for joining us today on music then and now where we take a trip through time and look at all of the incredible things about music about bands about different artists then and now it's going to be a great time i'm your host douglas boyd thank you so much for joining us i sure do appreciate it today we are looking at the incredible Rolling Stones, the kings of rhythm. Let's jump into it today. The Rolling Stones. I'll explain to you in a minute why I call these guys the kings of rhythm, but they are. Man, they're just incredible. And uh, But before we get into that, let me do a quick shout out for us. This is episode number one, and we are so excited about it. We're excited to be here talking to you today, talking about my favorite thing in life, and that is music. So thank you for joining us. We do appreciate it. And today we want to talk about the Rolling Stones, the kings of rock rhythm. I'm a much bigger fan of their studio music than I am their live music, but man, could these guys deliver in the studio? I said, can these guys deliver in the studio? Incredible. You know, let's look real quick at the original lineup. It started in 1962. I was born in 1963. It's hard to find people that are older than I am. But in 1962, the original lineup was headed up by the incredible Mick Jagger, multi-instrumentalist Brian Jones, Keith Richards, an incredible, incredible musician, bassist Bill Wyman, and one of the greatest drummers in rock history, the incredible Charlie Watts, who we recently lost. Later on, they were joined by the great Ron Wood. Several other people have joined the band and left it over the years, but those are the main core guys. But Charlie Watts, got to stop and talk about Charlie Watts for just a moment. You know, sometimes we confuse, uh, in the music business, we'll confuse heavy hitters with greatness. Nothing wrong with being a heavy hitter, but being a heavy hitter on the drums doesn't make you a great drummer. You know, I've been playing bass in band since 1983. You know, it's what I love to do the most. I play guitar too, but I'm really a a bass player. But it's what I enjoy doing. I love playing bass. And if you get a guy on drums that is botching it up or isn't on point, it makes playing in a band literally miserable. And what What thrills me as a bassist is a drummer who plays in the pocket. Playing in the pocket is that that's that guy that he keeps it together. You don't have to wonder. Charlie Watts ruled the pocket. He was perfect. And when you have a guy like that, you don't have to wonder if he'll be there for the stops. You don't have to wonder if he'll be there for the changes. He's just there. He's always there, and no one did it better than Charlie Watts. So, Charlie, we love you, man. You were incredible. 
No band ever could simply just replace someone like Charlie Watts. You just can't do it. Such a pocket player. The king of pocket players. It's amazing. Just amazing. The Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones were rooted in blues and rock, but they are so much more than that. They have a rock sound, and yet just enough, Just a, when they started out, just enough, a tad of a pop sound to make them, I guess you'd call it radio-friendly. I can't get no satisfaction. Angie, get off of my cloud. Brown sugar, honky-tonk woman, paint it black were just a few of their incredible hits. That's just a few. The hits just went on and on and on. One of the things about the Rolling Stones that just captures you when you listen to them is their incredible rhythms. Their incredible rhythms. Let's look today, just real quick, let's look at their song, Brown Sugar. First of all, the tuning. Now, you people that aren't a musician, you won't care about this, but you guys that play music, you will like it. It'll be interesting to you. The tuning is an open G, something back in 62 you didn't see a lot of people doing back in those days. Mainly it was just used in blues, not so much in rock, but it's in open G. So we're going to listen to the intro right now, the intro to Brown Sugar. absolutely incredible that it's just killer isn't it what does this do to you when you hear it it makes you want to get out of your chair it makes you want to get up it makes you want to move move that crazy rooster chicken dance thing that mick jagger used to do or still does you know it just does that to you when a song starts and it has an intro like that and it captures you from the moment that you hear it You know that that group, that band, has done something special. Man, it's a piece of rock history. It's a little rock. It's a little blues. It's a little funky. Man, it's moving. It's alive. It's breathing. And I remember as a kid jamming to this tune in my room, you know, just dreaming, you know, of being a Rolling Stone. I want to play a little bit of an interview with Keith Richards and Mick Jagger about this song. It's only about a minute. This was from a BBC interview years ago. Brown Sugar on the Top of the Pops 2 Stone Special. Here's Keith. Brown Sugar. Basically all Mick, I think it was one of the first rock and roll that Mick wrote by himself basically all the way through. I showed Mick this five string tuning, you know, this thing, and he's great he went back and learned it and i was really amazed at it. but basically that song was basically all mick we i really just arranged it a little and and got the sound down on it it's hard to write a rock tune you're sitting imagine you're sitting in this room we're in a very nice hotel room um it's very quiet and um trying to write a rock tune with an acoustic guitar it it's kind of hard to get there sometimes you know it's like you need um you need electric guitar and you need drums and you need you know, you don't want to feel constrained, you know, it's 
That's the thing. So if you're locked in a small, very nice little room, you'll write a ballad. All right, that's pretty cool, but those dudes aren't exactly the easiest guys to understand. <laughs> but man, what a song and what an intro. It just punches you in the face. But now let's look at another one that builds up. This is why I call the why I call these guys the kings of rhythm. Because they are. You know, let's look at another one that I love, and it's a little bit different. It starts slower and it builds up. And I love that. Let's look at the song Give Me Shelter. You know, this song starts, and again, you know, that rhythm, it's that rhythm. It gets you, man. It just sucks you in. And by the time it gets going, you can't sit still. And again, to all the guitar players out there, again, you know, more crazy tuning. This one is in the key of open E. Or not in that key, but they're tuned in open E. Now, people that aren't musicians are like, you know, I don't care, you know. But it is kind of cool, you know, for the musician guys to know uh, what's going on on it. But, you know, it just shows you the genius of Keith Richards. You know, the man is a rock and roll icon and could come up with these rhythms that were just... You know, you can't sit still. You've got to move when you hear them. Let's look at the intro to Give Me Shelter. See how that builds up? It's just incredible. That is why I call these guys the kings of rhythm. And you just can't beat it. And again, this song, like the others, has a way of just catching your attention immediately. That, my friends, is what makes a good song good. When it starts, just the intro, you don't even have to hear the entire song. The intro makes you want to hear the rest of it. That makes for an incredible song. You know, let's look at one more. The incredible hit song from the Rolling Stones, Honky Tonk Women. Now here we have a killer, killer, awesome rock intro. And once again, we have Keith using an alternate tuning. This one is back to open G for all you musicians. Charlie Watts, man, man, music is going to miss this guy. Charlie Watts kicks it off, rocking in the pocket, just perfect couldn't he couldn't be playing it any better now what i love about the studio version of this song is it does not sound like a studio version it sounds live it sounds like they're at some club or concert or somewhere kicking it live and it's in your face it's live it's rocking it's rock and roll let's check it out
And somehow I was not getting both sides of that. I don't know why, but you get the drift. You hear how Charlie's in the pocket, how they're just grooving on that thing. And again, it does the same thing that the other songs did. It gets you involved the moment that you hear it. Man, I just, Keith and Charlie are just too amazing on this. In the pocket, perfect rhythm, perfect rock sound. Has a little bit of a country sound to it with those notes bending kind of like a steel guitar. And I just love the studio version of that song. And uh, Keith is just, man, he sounds so amazing on this intro. Charlie just banging the pocket the way he does. It's just incredible. You know, and honestly, I, I don't think that it could have been done better than what they did it. And once again, this song gets you out of your seat, man. It gets from the very beginning of it. You don't have to wonder if you're going to love it. You love it the moment that it starts. For almost 60 years, these guys have been kicking it. How can anyone not be a fan? I don't see how it's possible to not be a fan of the Rolling Stones. I highly recommend the 2012 documentary Crossfire Hurricane directed by Brett Morgan. If you're a hardcore Rolling Stone fan, this is a must-have. And if you haven't heard it, the Rolling Stones put out a blues album just a few years ago. I believe it was 2016, which is freaking fantastic. Uh, It's just a great album. It's called Blue and Lonesome. If you're a Rolling Stones fan, it is a must-have. Well, thank you for joining us today on Music Then and Now. We hope you'll join us next time. If you're a music fan, we need you to subscribe to this. We're on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you can find a podcast. And if you love music, subscribe to it. And then do us a favor and invite your family and your friends to be part of this podcast. Music then and now. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Douglas Boyd. We will see you next time.